Generations can get this urge, stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Tuesday, what's up, guys? Yo, can we get the full intro again? Yeah. What happened? To the, yo, I feel like the last few weeks it's been like cut off at the beginning, and then we rushed the. Yeah, we gotta add our videos from the. Our well, we gotta, we gotta, yeah, we gotta, you know. So when season, when season whatever comes out for twenty twenty two, yes, we will have a new intro. You heard that from me because okay. we are taking. Hold them, hold the man to it. Yes, please I hold mean, me to it. Well, right. first of all, play out the old one. I love the old one. Yeah. But first, first of all, we want to welcome Miriam. Miriam is going to guest hosting hey. with us today. What's up, what's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like you are the perfect guest for this show because you're just like deep diving so, bu- true, so much. True. So, so just to make sure, we're talking about Dune, right? No, <laughs> yeah. no. Next that's week. next week. Next, next week, week. next brought, week. We because I actually, I actually saw it today, and it's <laughs> fucking dope, and it just got greenlit for season. Yes, part two. No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, not yet. I gotta watch it. <laughs> You're lucky. If Miriam said no. She didn't see it. We were gonna. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see it either. We're getting so a part two. That's all that matters. Yes. So let's get into some announcements so we can get into the show. But first of all, before we get into the announcements, we know that some people wanted to see the other nerds, the, the nerds mascots, a.k.a. Pepper and Willow. Hello. There they go, chilling. Oh. Yes. The yes. Hey, what's up, Cheyenne? The best oh, of floofs. Yes. What's up, Cheyenne? Those are the nerd mascots, Willow and Pepper, just chilling on a sunny day. We believe that they out. are related somewhere down the lineage. Yes, they both have the same color eyes. We really think they're related. We're, we're, we're gonna get we're, we're gonna get what twenty one and me or something like that. I mean, you know it, what? There, there it, is it, a dog something where you get. Yeah, to we're, track, we're, you know. I mean, it, it, you know, it tracks. You know, me me and Seabass from our twenty three and me and his ancestry, we feel like we had some conquistador brotherhood somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. You know, so it attracts that our dogs would also be related. Listen, I, I, I found that I'm part Ethiopian, I'm part Irish, and, um, you know, part Spaniard. This was just for you. Really dragging that I'm part Irish. Oh, <laughs> 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 So, yes, those are the doggos. I wrote to see you asked, you got, we delivered. And that is an awesome pick by either my wife or Tony's wife. I don't know who took the picture, but they sent it to me. I was at work, and I'm like, "Damn it, I missed the I missed the dog day." Oh, that was that was that was Jackie because the sure shit, shit wasn't me. Pepper does not take pictures for me, as you can see in the picture <laughs> I sent the group chat. <laughs> that was a fun one, by the way. I loved it. I loved it. But anyway, let's get into the announcements so we can get into today's topic, which is Squid Game. So the announcements, please follow us on YouTube. Please follow us on Twitter. Please follow us on Facebook. Please follow us on any platform that we are on. Please give us a like, subscribe, hit the button. Plus, follow us all. Follow us all on our um, other platforms, too. Sebastian Bonet, our Dallas by Law. Um, Tony from across the hall, even though he doesn't post anything, but it's Tony from across the hall. Just follow it. Maybe he might post something. Maybe he might post a drink that he makes that he likes to send people and be like, I'm drinking this tonight. I'm like, damn it, I wish I could have that. You can have a nerdy cigar and like barbecue. Every every Instagram idea or every Instagram thing, it's just too much goddamn work, man. (laughs) I'd rather be on video and talk about it than just fucking doing a picture (laughs) and framing it right i'm just if like you, this, this if you guys birds, want man. tony to do an instagram live hit up tony be like hashtag instagram live if we could get 200 people saying tony instagram live then maybe 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 we'll get that tomorrow listen don't i don't know man like i i can't live up to what stanley tucci does when he goes on live and does his drink things because those shits are amazing 
I can watch. That. I can watch that man talk about making drinks. It's great. It's great. It's great. So, I mean, we're we're going off topic, but you know. Thank why you, are we all so awesome? Because awesome. you guys are awesome. That's why. That's why we're so awesome. Thank you, Sai, for that. Lots of love. Also, too, um, I got to do a guest appearance last uh, this past Sunday at Comics Cast with Comic Book School. Got to talk about the anthology that came out for Comic Book School. Um, if you're tuning into Instagram Live right now, tune into YouTube. So I am filming on Instagram Live right now, trying to get people over here to YouTube. So come to the YouTube so you can see everybody. So please join. Um, but yes. We did a great guest appearance and all, so I want to thank Comic Cast for that. Also, too, if you want to continue to hear me, yes, we all need a Mal is a Mal Yes, I have the Malta Man picture. Tony will tell you I am the Malta Man. You are the Malta Man. You and your 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 Hebrew ways. There we go. There we go. Listen, listen. All I need is a good Malta, and I can carry a dresser on my back into your house. There we go. <laughs> I mean, me too. But like, you be doing it like at, at quantum at quantum speed. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing too is make sure you guys are tuning into the DD podcast called the Medusa's Cascade, where you get to hear me, Tony, and Law play characters. We get to role play these characters. Law plays Zex. Tony plays the Galahad that night with the big old sword. Um, and I play Kyver, the most lovable character in the campaign. And that is about it. <laughs> <laughs> the faces says it all. The faces oh, says it all. Why is that? You gotta name? stop, man. What's stop up, Rick? Stop with the adjectives, man. They're not helping you. Yeah. What's Rick. going on, Rick? <laughs> yes, Pepper is adorable. I have one because, yes, uh, Ripo, you guys awesome. Listen, comments, I've been doing I got you, fam. I got you. You don't got to worry about none of that. I got well, you. Well, got you guys. There we go. So we're going to jump into today's episode topic. It's going to be Squid's Game. But before we get into Squid's Game, um, let's teach you all about a little bit about Miriam Yu. We actually did a great creative series with Miriam. It's in the description. So after the episode, if you want to see the creative interview featuring Miriam, you can go right there. Click the link in the description. But Miriam is also an awesome artist. So this is her Squid Game art that Yo, she's been doing. I'm loving this so <laughs> yep, much. I saw her art before I was watching Squid Game. I was like, all right, I gotta see what is going on, man. Like I see right? Squid Game everywhere, and then I'm seeing Muriel's clutch ass art all over yes. my feed. You know. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> so good. Thank there you. We go. Thank we, you. We, got, we got this one right here. Let me put it side by side because I got the side by sides. Oh. There we go. Yeah. Eon with the best, the best old man in the in the series. Oh. There we go. I love this. Again, your art style is just fantastic. Thank As you. we talked in the creative series. Again, guys, you definitely gotta follow Miriam Star You it's in the description. So tell us what, what inspired you to do the art and start making these art pieces. Can I just say it's wild because like the 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 images that you're showing like of the actual like you know show mm -hmm. make it seem because of the color scheme like so light and cheery and we all know it's a very dark show yeah. but then your art makes it even more adorable you're like oh my gosh <laughs> like this looks so like and you're just like oh no uh like the promise neverland real quick mm, oh yeah <laughs> yeah like if we if like, it's like if you know you know and then if right. you just see marion's are like oh these are really really pretty pretty scenes let me let me watch what what influenced her Yo, and like yeah. and like Oops. nah fam like <laughs> This shit is rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get entrapped, man. It's entrapment one on one. Yeah, I get you. The whole show is a trap, actually. So it's like, <laughs> it's, it's true. The show is a yeah. goddamn trap. Look at this. I love the ex the, the the expressions that you capture too, Miriam. It's just it's just beautiful. Again, what is like uh, just 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 what made you want to do it in black and white? 
that's the first thing because I know you kill it with oh, color, yeah. um, color art and everything. Like your your art and color kits just just it, it just blows stuff uh, away. But mm -hmm. you did these in black and white, which they looked fantastic. Like I would just mm -hmm. love to have these like as pieces up around the house and everything. So what made you want to do them in black and white? Um, so actually, just like it's kind of more convenient reasons, like because uh, like since uh, right now it's like, October. So there's a whole Instagram thing called Inktober where a lot of the artists, they do like an ink drawing every single day. So it's kind of like a challenge for them. Um, so yeah, I, you know, right now it's like the theme is like black and white. And, uh, but I kind of also like the whole, it's kind of like a manga type of style to it too. Um, and I know like a lot of people like kind of, uh, they related Squid Game to like anime. So I was just like, oh, this is kind of like, I kind of realized it's kind of like, oh, it kind of looks like a manga type of thing too. And um yeah, that's all it really is with the. I love, I love that you gave him stars right here. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but also like you're right. Like Squid Game can come off as a, a manga or an anime, just like yeah. the way all the shit happens and the way they lead up to the scenes and like when the shoes drop. Like yeah. you could just imagine them being splash pages or when you turn the page, like, or, or chapter ends or something, you know, something mm -hmm. like that. Like you can imagine a chapter ending when they get to red light, green light and you see mm. the, the girl, the, the, the animatronic girl in the end, it turns like, yeah. all right, wait till next month and you get all chapter right. two, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, so yeah. But right. like, so like the way I got introduced to it was one of our friends, Zell was like, Hey, you know, all those shows like high rise invasion and Darwin's game that you introduced me to. Go watch this live action show. You're gonna love it. And I was like, all right. And like, oh man. Like, so I I get it. Like, this is one of those shows that easily gets the anime vibe and like the manga mm -hmm. vibe of just like, oh shit. <laughs> like this mm -hmm. is this gets real so fast. Right. Yeah. yeah, I love this. And then and then I love the the, the expressions that you capture because again, it, it definitely does capture the scene. <laughs> But in a very manga comic form that you right. really capture it. I love how you capture Gion and his daughter. And just her impression, like, dude, what the fuck is this? Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag greatest dad ever. <laughs> I fucking love it. So let's let's dive deep into the topic of Squid Game because again, we've sat there, we've watched it, the show and all that. So I want to ask you guys and 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 Miriam having you on the show and everything. How did you guys feel about the games? And um, and Miriam sits again. Guess who's today? We're gonna start with you. How did you feel about the games that they showcased in the? Um, oh god, the games. Oh, it's just like kind of they have all these like childhood games that you kind of grew up with. Not all of it, but like I know some of it. It's just like made it so twisted and messed up. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like genius. <laughs> like for them to do that, <laughs> you know. Um, I I I thought it was just like I I think I love the one um. Are we allowed to do spoilers? I'm gonna just no, wait, 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 before he does the ding tone, go right ahead. Oh, sorry, 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 okay. sorry. So, so okay. tonight, tonight we are talking uh, the Netflix bombshell Squid Game. It was no longer our number one, but it was number one for a number of weeks. We are here to talk about everything that happened in all of these episodes. Yes, episode six will be discussed because it broke everyone's hearts. It's as if there were onions all around us while we watched the show. It was kind of crazy. Get that onion out of here. I don't know what you're talking about. Or if we're allergic to cats. Anyway, we are here. The main character is a horrible dad. He cares about everybody else except his daughter. And um, it's true. It's true. <laughs> and you know it. And you know it is true. Uh, I'm here for it. Let's talk about it. it it's one of my like major four forays into Korean um, television movies. And, you know, as we heard from the director of Parasite, 
once you get overall subtitle people here, it doesn't matter. But for the general public, once you get over the one inch words on the bottom of your screen, cinema opens up for everybody. And I think I think this show did that. I hope the show did that just to open up what what's out what's what's out there. So let's do it. Let's do it. So Miriam, go ahead. Those games. Tell us which one was. Uh, tell us oh, yeah. actually. Tell us which game you would uh, fear to play if you were put in that situation. That's not hopscotch because that shit's all luck. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say hopscotch because that's a cop out because mm-hmm. that's just luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that glass. The, thing? Yeah, the glass. Yeah. The glass yeah. one. No, yeah, yeah. that. Oh, that, that like that was, that was terrified me. That and it's not because like, I'll like I'll like I think I'll die not because like I picked the wrong glass. I think I'll die because I like I like messed up by like jumping to the glass. Like I'll probably miss the glass like itself. So I'm like the type of person that I'm just gonna mess up because I have like a bad balance and stuff, so I'm just gonna mess up because of that stupid reason. <laughs> I guess like people have pretty good uh, a lot of all the players have pretty good balance. Like they're able to yeah. like you know hop on the glass, <laughs> like so uh, I won't be able to do that. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. That that one I well, think was the hardest game. Like that's that's got to be yeah. like anyone's there's, choice. There's no strategy. Yeah. No, there's, there's none. none. There's no like this <laughs> So, like, all right. So Cheyenne said the, the candy game, right? But oh. as like, so there's levels to it because I feel uh, like now that we know the trick, the honeycomb. honeycomb. The honeycomb. So, so now okay. that we know the trick, we I feel like most of us can kind of get it, but mm. that still make is like bad work. It's like what that mouth do mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's like it depends it, on the shape that too honeycomb depends entirely on the shape because if you our get, main i feel like square is probably the best bet and triangle 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 because triangle. Yeah. Triangle. Yeah. square you although, although there are some people that did fuck up their triangles so i don't know man <laughs> yeah 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 I don't. I'm, it's rough man red light green light honestly might be the easiest game like it's a good like but other people like tripping over you, like mm. all that. Oh, that. Mm. This one, yeah. it's so rough. And like I, so from from uh one because I've you know worked with kids my entire life. I've been a you know camp counselor forever. Like I'm thinking at all the games that I've played with my kids and going, oh my god, that's terrifying. Of like <laughs> what like the possibilities, you know what I mean? Because obviously we're getting the sequel, and you know if you guys have watched um. What was the uh, movie Escape Room? So Escape yeah. Room was another movie, like you know, where like, oh yeah, everyone's done Escape Rooms and they take it up a notch. And then like now they're you know they I think they released the part two last year, like during the pandemic, as if we're not or still in the pandemic. But um, like, what do you do? Like, how do you up that ante? Because like, I'm sure there's a thousand and one like childhood games. But at what point is it like, like you're just upping those stakes? You know what I mean? I, I, I for me, it's like everyone saw here Battle Royal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Battle Royal, like Battle Royal One, was really great. It was a, it's a great movie for people to watch. Yes, I be, I just, I would be screwed in the candy game too. <laughs> I would wreck it with my hands, or I would just get fucking hungry and be like, you know, I'm just gonna eat the honey. <laughs> fuck it. But um, no, Battle Royal One was really good. But it's like, how did they up the stakes in Battle Royal Two? And they were like, oh, we're gonna make it like a war, but it didn't carry over well. So that's the one thing I fear for the show. I mean, how do you guys feel like? Would it be something that um that 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 show has reached its peak? Do you think that this is something again that they need to set a precedent where they're like, okay, how can we 
still create this danger, but tell this story. And also, too, it's only really one, ca two characters really that are returning that would be returning from this the, this first season. So, how do you tell other people's stories? So, I mean, I want you guys to just deep dive into that. Like, how you think we, we, they would put off for the season two? Miriam, I'm gonna toss it again at you. Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, uh, I heard some like stuff from like, you know, hearing a big podcast and stuff about like the creator. Um, because intentionally the creator was oh, just hoping just to make this one series, uh, but then because of this whole like popularity, um, it kind of he kind of needs to do it now. He's like forced to in a way. Cut, cut um, the check. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, but I heard that he's planning to like have other creators, like uh, different creatives come in to pitch like, oh. certain, like ideas with him because he needs a lot of help. Like he's like, I can't do this alone. Um, right. So that's another thing. And it took him a while to like do the writing process. Yeah, it's just this is a lot. It's like and also like the fact that it's like it has so much like eyes on yeah. it. You know, people are just like, mm -hmm. you know, like hungry for good content. Um, yeah. You can't let them down, you know, so um and i think also uh i, I think they mentioned like they might, they might actually go like, more towards like the insights of like different character stories rather than actually just maybe do like a sequel type of thing so um that'd be cool to see actually more of like all oh, like ilnam or like you know even the front man like their backstories oh, like he might God. delve into that yeah. um, or I even how he started really the squid game that. like that'd be pretty cool to see um i don't know but i don't know how he's gonna do it <laughs> tony law you guys are tagged. Um, so I think so. I think this you got to go. I mean, uh, my personal opinion would be go the catching fire route. So like you can't just do another Squid Game and expect us to be. You know, it, I mean, we'll watch it, especially if the games are fun. But you got to add you got to add another element to it. So like you know, Catching Fire did the Court of Quell, and then they really hyped up the rebellion oh. aspects of of <laughs> of uh, of the of the whole Hunger Games that's thing. So I think that's very true. That's the that's the way we I think that's the way we have to we have to go with it. You got to really dive in. So like as Miriam was saying, like getting some information about the front man, getting some information about the uh, the originator, the maybe even just going doing his story, like doing maybe like a Godfather too, and doing his story about growing up, maybe growing up poor in his village, and then kind of whatever what what revelations in his mind got him to create this game to give individuals all this money to get themselves out uh, because they have nothing left. So maybe. A go back and a go back in time thing, and then to Cheyenne's point, it's true. Also, it's the fact that like this man, this is like this man's opus. It's his entire life work. Yeah. You know, his blood, his sweat and tears. Sold his computer. Like the story for him and his him creating this and getting this out there is also just, it's just out there. So the idea of understanding that, yeah, I did this one thing to say I did it. It's my life's work, and then coming back and saying, hey, we need a season two. It's awesome to hear him say, I need help. And not just yeah. be like, I got this, and I'm gonna push out of season two. It's like, nah, like, no. I need help, and I need, I need people around me. I need a team around me to 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 push this to the next level. So, yeah. you know, kudos kudos to him to, for for recognizing <clears throat> recognizing that because mm -hmm. that's also something you know professionals fall into is that I can just double up on what my main work was, and sometimes it hits or it misses. And at least here, he's using all of his resources. So, right. but yeah. It's actually um actually when he was making the whole squid game thing, like he actually lost some teeth, like I think six teeth. Cause you're so stressed out. Jesus Christ. That's so, uh, pretty intense, I gotta say. That's super yeah. intense. Yeah. Um I I've seen I've seen the route in a, like a lot of like sequel horror movies and whatnot where like the protagonist of the first doesn't live in the second one. And while I don't wanna like see that because I feel like there's there's gotta be something more creative, I really don't know that I wanna see 
like as much as I love Gihan, like I love him as a character. I don't know if I want to see him in, se- in the second season because the and I know we kind of talked about a green screen in the green room, but like the ending wasn't like oh man, but he made the ending because he was like oh snap, like I'm getting off for the season two. Like he wanted like the solid project, and I get I understand more now why it felt a little disjointed. Because it felt like a very solid, like, if you ended it there, it would have been, like, kind of like Watchmen. Watchmen was a, yeah, and people were like, we want more. It was like, nah, like, hold that. So, like, for the second season, I I agree with you guys. Like, give me more backstory and then kind of hold off. Like, do, like, a Quentin Tarantino where you start at the end and then work your way backwards. So for those of us who are joining us on Instagram Live, head over to the YouTube to watch the episode on YouTube because we are live on YouTube. But um, I would like to see this. Give me a season two where we have a whole new set of characters going through the game, learn a little bit more about the front men. And then at the very end, the winner of season two meets Gion. And you approach it where Gion's like, listen, you saw what they did. You want to help me take him down? I mean, something like that where he comes at the end, which leads into season three, a season three where it's like, oh, I'm interested now. Now he's trying to get people who won this game to take down this organization because or, like you saw there were down, years. I was like, yeah, but yeah, you, I would rather instead of going for the, the next winner, go for the past winners. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what would be season three. It was him all season two. And it'll be like a whole thing where it's like him going, recruiting past winners. And then you end like somewhere in mid season three, he recruits the the, the winner for season two's game um, to try to take the organization. Now that, that to me, I I mean, that's, that's just how I would. I also love like what they did with Gihan, like at the end where, because, because of what he went through, he didn't spend the money right away. Like he didn't want to do anything with it. He felt so guilty and had so many mixed emotions and conflicts with, within himself about that so like with the second season i want to explore if we do get into like other get uh, other winners do other winners feel the same way as him because you're not going to get the yeah i want to take them down too one some of them probably well off like just you know left and did their own thing or some you know some just you know did, like the front or, man Right, you know what I mean. So there's like there, I feel like there's a lot of levels to it where, like, Gihan could be like, "Hey, you want to help help me take him down?" And then all of a sudden, they're just like, "No, matter of fact, I'm gonna turn you back into these guys." You know what I mean? Mm. And because he thinks he's gonna pull a fast one, he's like, "No," because th- we saw it in the last episode where he's like, you know, trying to be helpful, and they were like, "Hey, we like we can see you. Turn around, get your ass back on the plane," and it was like. Oh, this is by scale and scope. You know, even when we saw the the Americans come in or or the international uh, guys come in, we understood that it was bigger than that. But I don't think we fully grasped how deep and how big this goes. It kind of felt like if you guys watch Hostel, Hostel the first movie and then Hostel the second movie, you're like, oh, this is like, this is just a regular <clears throat> thing all around the world. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's, it's it's Jeff Jeff Bezos is funding it. Let's just be honest. Um, with Amazon money, but um, let's jump into everyone's um the the, the sweetest character I, I have to say in the 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 whole show, the one that 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 really pulled the heartstrings, especially in episode six. Ali, let's oh. talk about fucking Ali. Oh my Man, god, Ali got, did, got done best did dirty. Boy. Best, best boy, best boy, boy. yeah. Mario, go ahead, take it away. Okay, we're gonna let you lead. Oh man, oh, oh, oh my god, he's so adorable. Oh, I love him so much. Um, man, everything about he's like a, he's such a goat. Like he's like he's really he's like the strongest character out of like I think out of the show. Um, um, he's just like so dedicated, loyal, um, good-hearted. Uh, man, that episode six is just so sad. Oh. My god. Yeah, Tony. Tony texts me. He's like, "Wait till you get to episode 6 I'm like, "No, darling." Yeah, he uh, he's too, he's too trusting. Like, I think that's what led him to his demise. Of that, um, he's just uh, too loyal. Um, yeah. I, 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 I kind of <laughs> you want to mention because, like, you know, that's a little politics that or, or like social commentary. Actually, yeah. the director actually uh, purposely put in, but like, because uh, uh, Ali's a Pakistani, so like, he actually um, it was I thought it was really interesting. He's like this only like this other like not non-Korean player in a character in yeah, the show was... um and also like they both like um he, if you see his like lifestyle like what how he went to the game um he actually wants to show like just how the migrant workers in korea so like people who are non-koreans that come to korea to work how they're being um abused and mistreated um to taking advantage of um so like there's actually people like you know in the in in the system like in in korea like similar to him who are migrant workers like that got abu- get abused daily, like like him too. So um, it's kind of like, cool too for him, like, the director, to kind of shed light into uh, these stories. So and I and I love yeah. that the director shed it that um they and it, it, it's not just isolated. When when I saw Ali's story arc, I I felt like you know it's just not isolated to Korea. It's like everywhere where you look, yeah. where migrant workers go over, and these are the conditions that they're living in, the conditions that they're forced to work in. Mm-hmm. Like even here, you see that, and then it's like people are like oh yeah, like no, that they're forced to like. I'm sorry, it, Ali was just his story arc was one of the many great story arcs and you just love this character and you just that's why when what went down in episode six happened to ali i think that's what that's definitely what pulled a lot with the heartstrings with him and everything and it was like shit i mean not for nothing ali hurt i feel like ali hurt the most yeah but let's not shy away like that entire episode was rough to watch yeah it was it was it was because it was such a change up like everyone yeah everyone got together thinking Hey, I'm gonna get with the person who I trust the most, uh. and we're gonna win together. Like, and it's like, no, you're gonna kill your person who you trust the most. So, like, you yeah. have that couple that uh, uh, you know, the husband yo. and the wife. You know, you had the you had you had Ali and 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 you know the other, I forgot his wow. name. You know, using him because he because even he even thought I was like, oh, I'm gonna use Ali because he young is like hit or Cho miss sometimes. Sang-woo. You know, like Cho Sang Woo. Yeah, Sang-woo. Sang-woo, uh-huh. asshole, right? Like, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, so it was, it was a real, it was a, it was a twist. Like, you had to listen to the announcer again when it was like, this is the game and you get to do whatever you want and you play against your person, you whoever gets your marbles wins. And you're like, wait, say that again. Can we, can we run that back, please? Yo, it was, uh-huh. it was rough because then you like, you get the wave of realization, not only from the audience, and they did a really good job at like, navigating their story through our gaze as well so like we're we're piloted through a lot of their like reactions and a lot Mm -hmm. of their like you know and you know 
honest reactions and interpretations of what what expectations. So like as we go forward, we're just like, oh yeah, like they're gonna team up, we'll be fine. And then like we're all just like, oh no. And you're seeing it on their faces. Like okay. you see their hearts drop when they have to like turn against each other for the most part. Um when the when the girls went when the girls went and they were like, we're just gonna we're gonna kill all this time, tell each other as much as it, and it, and they kept like you, you hear um say um kept, kept going like when we get out of here i'll have to show you this and i'm just like oh stop it's so rough don't do it mm-hmm. but, and like you can see like the stubbornness of like why a lot of people are the way they are like you mm-hmm. know especially going in there you don't want to form attachments because that i don't think in any situation there would have been a case that more than two people would have won maybe maybe two people you know is more likely but more than two people i didn't think that was gonna happen like as it kept progressing i was like they're gonna start pitting people against each other and then sure enough that happened and i was just well, like it was it was Yo. already that was already foreshadowed with the bonus game in the night and when everyone went to sleep when after the whole thing with the food and they were like yeah we purposely I mean, gave they're like we purposely gave you a little bit of food like the guy told the doctor well no we that, purposely that part gave I you a little get, bit of food that part it, I get. Like, it was more of a, like the like there is no there's no alliances you know what i mean like they're they're yeah. like even if ali formed with with, with with gihan like and had that alliance they were going to like like you said with the food but like even more so, like the games themselves were not designed for more than two people to win, unless you try to outsmart the game. There was, I, I think it was always designed for one person because when you looked at um, hopscotch on the glass, like it was luck in the number, and it would have probably oh. been three of them at the end. But um, what was it? Um, Sai was injured, and yeah. pretty much she was dying from her injuries. Um, and Song Wu decided to take it upon himself, like, you know what, I'm just gonna finish the job. But but let's go back to episode six because episode six, I think, is the biggest talking point. Um, and with the girls, Sai and um, G, they they like Ed and Ji Young, who we got to meet in the tug of war episode. Uh It was like, and Sai Bayuk was not, um, you know, she wasn't opening up to everyone, and this was like someone she bonded within this whole episode. And just to come down with that. And yes, Miriam did fan art of that. Um, so Miriam, I'm going to tag you in for that. Like, how did you feel about those characters, that that whole connection and everything, just how that art played? Uh, being female myself, oh man, like it, it hit me hard because in terms of like, um, this was like a friendship. Or people like, you know, speculate, oh, this could be also like maybe like a romance type of thing. But like, it's still like how it's formed and it's very mm-hmm. like genuine, you know, it's just like, it's, you know, started with this curiosity um, and they bonded through like just sharing their own stories about their life, you know. And that, I thought that was a beautiful way for them to just like, uh, like show their like who these these characters were. And we didn't even know much about it, but then once they were sharing it, it's just like whoa, like they're just so broken people. And it makes sense why, like how they are the way they are, you know. Um, and I alluded to like one of the fan arts. Uh, so the the girl um what's her name out Ji Young, right? So yeah. she's like praying. Um, like when one of the one of the village dude, like he was like being super annoying. He was like he's oh like God's gonna like condemn us or whatever. Mm. Like he's just going crazy, right? Um, and she's like praying for him to shut up, shut up, to shut the f up. You know, like he's mm. really annoying. Um, but like uh, for her, it's like a trigger for her because she has um, you know, as you get to know her story, 
uh, you find out that her dad was a pastor also, who was a religious man, um, who was also but a hypocrite in terms of like he was a total asshole, you know, and also um, you kind of see a little glimpses like, a, you know, hinted that he might have sexually abused her too. Um, so even with that, like, you kind of know, like, wow, like she went through a lot. Um, and also, yeah, like, yeah. even the hip, uh, actually, the, actually, the show alludes a lot to like the religious hypocrisy, not only like just mm -hmm. in general, but like actually in Korea, there's a whole like cult there too. So I think the director was also like, was kind of like alluding that too, I think, too. Um, so, um, but like, it's just like just seeing that and like, the, the, her reactions of why she's doing that. Um, and even for um, uh, Sebuk, um, so it's like the North Korean defector, like her story too. And like, that was intense too. Cause you get to also see the story of like North Korea. Cause like, I don't think a lot of people know, um, you know if you don't really know much of a Korea, there's like, we're actually separated from like North Korea and South Korea. So it's like very separate. And you hear a lot of different, like, you know cause North Korea is actually in dictatorship. So um, you have stories where people from North Korea would try to migrate uh, to, or like, you know, like to find a refuge in South Korea. So um, Saebyeok was uh, actually part of, like, uh, she was like North, the, the North Korean defector. Like she actually um, tried to find refuge in um, South Korea. And that's where they're at right now. Um, so like just seeing like their stories like coming out and it's like, oh man, like it's so beautiful and so sad at the same time. And um, it kind of makes sense also why, um, the, the girl, like, um, I'm so bad with the name, sorry. Uh, um, yeah, Chi Young, right? Like, she she was willing to just sacrifice herself because, like, yeah, like, in a way, she didn't had nothing to live for. And this part of even with her personality, too, like, oh, wow. I mean, things she went through, like, literally nothing, you know? Um, so. Yeah, it, it was, you could see the pain and the, the actress, um, Lee Yumi, she cap captured, like, that pain in the character's eyes and everything, emotions, the way she just dropped the marble. Um, Tony Law, I'm tagging you guys in. Here we go. I think um, I think the show did a really good job with showing not everyone in there was a villain. Like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people come from different, like, spots and hard patches, and they literally just can't find a break and catch a break. And it just compiles and compiles and compiles. And the game system itself is, while it seems like a mercy, was it? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's one of those things where later on we see, you know, they, they get to leave and they get to, like, go out and see how, how hard their world really is. And they come back. But it's manipulating that fine line of, like, people who just need help. You know what I mean? Granted, a lot of them got themselves into the situation. But, like, we don't know a lot of their circumstances. We, we only got a glimpse of a lot of their circumstances of how they got there and why they're there. You know what I mean? And I think that the show does a really, really good job at humanizing people that outside of this show we would otherwise look at like criminals or just bad people in general you know what i mean and like in in a lot of you know the instances we see you know sang woo greatest villain of them all but it was so much circumstances behind it you know what i mean like you know why he's a villain because he has so much thing like it's the it's villainy out of necessity for him, you know. Um, with Ali, Ali was just a dude who wanted to like take care of his family. He's not a villain, you know what I mean? And like they put everyone in the same bunch and then kind of like 
put them all together like as if they were you know clean slate everyone's on the same page but it's our job as like the viewer to understand like not all of them are that and there's levels to it because even if even if um to some degree some people you know deserved whatever or didn't deserve whatever whatever the case is the real villains are the are the the game hosts the front man and all the like people who are involved with squid game not necessarily the people who are participating i i disagree i think human nature was the real villain in here that's what I'm gonna say about that because this this definitely shows re- human well, the nature. Well, manipulation of human nature by the the people. Who it's just, it. it's again it, it it still leads back. A human nature was still the central thing there. The people who ran it, it was their human nature. They were rich. They were bored. They wanted to do a game, and they pitted people against each other who are in extreme difficult circumstances. Those people who are good people probably in their normal day in lives. Um, like uh, Sang Wu, who went through extraordinary situations, he you see him go from being a good person to becoming a villain in there. So it's like, and and yeah, I agree with saying capitalism was the villain in this too. Yeah. So that's the other thing. But I want Tony to tackle these two characters. I'm gonna tag you in for this one, Tony. That's it's up. me, Neil, and Doc Su, the gangster and the the <laughs> the the young lady in the series please oh tackle them tony God. come on so, so i've been i've been going down a little bit of the tiktok hole and a little bit of reading and like apparently um the subtitles and the english dub did not do her justice yep um apparently one of the things that we the show portrays her to be for lack of a better term a woman of the night uh a woman who's trying to kind of use her body to get ahead and everything and you know whatever you gotta do what you gotta do but there there were people who talked about that the actual korean translation when they listen to it in korean is talking about there's a little bit about her her backstory that you don't get from the translation which is they talk about her not being able to go to better schools and get a better upbringing in life because of her because of her situation which is what leads her up to here and we don't we don't get that information we get like a lot of everyone else's information as to why like song just did was like praised to be the genius of the town and did heart and was just a shitty businessman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, uh, I, I can't, I, I'm horrible at pronouncing names. Like, you know, but we get everyone's backstory. We don't get hers though. We just assume who she is based mm-hmm. on the character we see when there's really is a backstory that because she didn't get certain opportunities, she was where she, she's where she's at. So uh, I mean, the other guy, he was a, he was a jackass who used her. <laughs> I mean, he's a good villain. He was, he was a good like on the book villain. Yeah, right. Like the he gangster. played, he played who his character was, and like you really saw that in him when the the when the night scene happens when he's rallying up his whole crew to kill everybody, and him getting all the information from the doctor and like, all right, we're gonna get all the men and we're gonna win tug of war off of brute strength. So like, all of like his typical villainy made sense, and he played that character well. And his and his ending also worked because she told him when they slept together that if you betray me, I'm going to kill you. And it, and it happened like it paid off in the end and it paid off in the best way possible of her grappling onto this man and suplexing him into oblivion. And they gave context. They were like, this pain glass should be able to hold two people. So mm. even if like, yeah. you know, if, if they were right, she was like, all right, cool, but I'm still going to kill you. Like mm-hmm. if, if they would have landed on the right one, she was like, nah, I'm still gonna kill you. Yeah, I'm either gonna push you or whatever, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take you out. So like I, yeah. I think 
what we got from the two characters was great. Um, it was just interesting to hear. And I guess that's, I guess that really happens with anything that's translated into, you know, into foreign films. Like people who know the native language are going to hey, be able to get something, on, get something more than folks like us who are, well, at least I know for the three of us, right? Like <laughs> uh, who, who don't, who don't know Korean, can't read it, can't, you know, do any of that. We're just going based off the subtitle, going based mm -hmm. off some subtitles or off the English dub, whatever right. you prefer. Yeah. That's so. And I think, I mean, I think that's also fun too, just because there's just some nuances in languages that you just mm -hmm. cannot translate to English. Because mm -hmm. English is so goddamn hard, annoying. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but just to touch back on a little bit of the other piece they were talking about, I, I like what Cheyenne said in regards to capitalism because like, yes, human nature is to play. But what I liked about this game versus some of the other apocalyptic games like Battle Royale or Hunger Games, there isn't a way out. Like mm -hmm. you have to do this. Like in Hunger Games, you're chosen. You have to kill these people. In Battle Royale, you're unlucky enough to be in that school and you go down that school bus and they take you. You got to participate. Otherwise, the bomb's going to go off, right? Like you have to do these things. Here, it's like more than 50% of the participants want to get out. They get a chance to get out. And they show it and they're, and they're, and they're so confident that these people in the situations they're in, in real life, because they don't have a chance based off whatever, uh, whatever circumstances they are in, they it's are going to come back. Up. What's up, Pastor? Um, <laughs> that uh, you know that they come back, and so the human nature is there. Is like, what are we going to do? Is it's like the devil you know and the devil the devil you know and the devil you don't. The devil Absolutely. I know is that me working whatever job, paying whatever bills, isn't going to get me out of this. The devil I don't know is this game where either I'm going to die or I'm going to become a millionaire and I can take care of everything. Huh. Right? Like if you take a bunch of millennials with student debt and you're like, go play this fucking game. <laughs> And we'll pay off your student debt and we'll help you get a house and take care of everything. You're going to tell me that none of them are going to do it. Right. Don't, don't <laughs> give bezels. Don't give bezels I, ideas. I mean, like it's going like, to be streamed on Amazon prime. You can, you can have squid game USA right now. And it'll be like oh, 2008, <laughs> 2008, the financial crisis in wall street. You take all those wall street dudes with MBAs and be like, listen, your school, you got to pay off your school loans. I got a plan for you. It's to go kill up, kill, go kill each other. And the last one makes it and gets a job at a firm. Tell me they ain't going to fucking do it. They're going to do to it. To be mm -hmm. fair, half of them, half of them are like, if this doesn't kill me, that will kill me. So whatever, I'm going to die yeah. anyways. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so they're, they're not even really as uh, worried about the, the outcome so much as like they'll, they'll take their chances because that's better odds for them. Hmm. I, I want you to bring up Charlie's comment, Law, because um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let this lean into the next thing. So yes, Charlie, I do agree. More than half of them, but we had a ringer in this game who I think manipulated that situation for mm -hmm. them to go back in. And Miriam, I think I know who you're talk who I'm talking about, who ended up being the 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 secret villain in the game. Oh, I mean, really quick, really quick, really quick, really quick before we go. To that point, that Charlie point, and going back to your point, Seabass, human nature. What was the caveat though? If you got out, all the money from the dead people would go to the dead flamers, and you wouldn't get shit. Yep. Mm. And human nature, selfishness was like, yeah, what? Yes. So, and that's why I what? said they were manipulated. So there was, that there was even, no way. Even, even mm. that scene where they're like, "Hey, we can have this vote, but let's show you the piggy bank." Mm. <laughs> it's right, right there. So, Miriam, lead in with Oh Ilnam. Oh, 
Please lead in with our favorite old man. Yo. Uh, the, the, the old man that we don't want as a grandpa. He gave, us the, he gave us the Andrew Ryan, would you kindly? Oh, man. I don't know what to say. I, I just think, oh, man. This, like, it was so great. Um, like. I hate him. Like I, in the beginning, like I was <laughs> like, I get why he's the way he is. I mean, I like, like the way. Oh man, like <laughs> I feel like I got like, trolled like the whole entire time we were like watching the show. Like the ending when it dropped. Oh, I'm the mastermind of this whole entire game. I'm just like, what the like? And then you were kind of like reflecting back and realizing, oh my gosh, this whole thing makes sense. Like you know, um. And um, actually, if you go actually go rewatch the whole series, like you'll see how like the guy, the old guy, was like playing the game, like he was enjoying himself. And I think, um, I like, I hate him, but I understand his character, like, like why he is the way he is. And what frustrated me more is like how you, you go through all these emotional journeys. Everyone has this backstory. They have all these struggles, and like, you know, and this dude, he's just doing it because I'm just bored, you know, like, and. And you know, as I'm we talk about the human nature, right? Yeah, yep. I think that's why you talk about the human nature. It's like it's just so selfish in a weird, odd way. In the end of the day, right? Um, and he has all the money in the world, but he and chose to do this like game, which I thought was pretty interesting too. Because in a way, like he was actually even challenging the human nature too. Um, as we do, you know, mm -hmm. as he was dying with um, uh, oh my god, I can't think, Gion, right? Yes, he was like asking, hey, like. Is is someone gonna say this homeless guy from dying in the cold, right? Um, he he made a bet on that, and you know, thankfully someone actually saved the old dude, the the the, the homeless guy. But it's it's an interesting way. I think Squid Game like itself, it was like this commentary of like the human nature, right? And that's what the old man was trying to figure out, like what is like the human nature. I think too at the same time, um, I hate him. Like oh god. <laughs> But he's such a oh my god, brilliant. I think he's a brilliant like like um villain. Like it's just so he different, was. very wise at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um I thought it's interesting how he, it's like it's like a I someone might kind of mention like uh Squid Game is kind of like Willy Wonka. It's like a messed up Willy Wonka where like Oh my god, you know, yes. <laughs> right? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. I love so, that. Was, you know, Right, like, but all everything he created was his whole fantasy of like his also like what he envisioned as a kid and what he wanted to relive all of that. Yeah. So it's kind of in a way sad in a way as you see as a character too. Like he just wanted to relive his like you know his youthful days as just like a human being. It's just a person. It's like a weird way like an inner child type of character, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah, uh. I I I love the character and, and congratulations to the actor who did this because man he 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 knocked this role out the park. It was just yeah. it was just one of those holy that like there are very oh. few moments in cinema that did that and it's like I remember it did that with just yes I almost needed the controller when the old man was revealed to be the villain like what the <laughs> Yo, facts. But yeah. it's, it's, it's great. What's great is that Tony, it's like go ahead. it's what's great is that it makes sense. Like it wasn't like it wasn't just like yeah. out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Like saw with jigsaw just being the dead body like the shock factor i'm like why the fuck is he there and you get the song which is one of my favorite parts and so is the song and him explaining it the voiceover but here with him it's like game one why the fuck was this old man smiling walking up like you're watching it and we're watching like oh shit all these people are taking taken out and you're like why is this you think the old man is being senile right he's just having this moment when and you're like no 
he was just having he was just having a good time. Mm-hmm. And then when he you know he does the honeycomb game and he's like, oh well you 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 showed me how to win. So maybe you know that had to do with maybe like he had a moment. Tug mm-hmm. of war went immediately back to his childhood. Mm-hmm. Like immediately. The marbles game, when he kept going back and forth, like this is my neighborhood, this is my neighborhood, this is my neighborhood. And either he was having an episode where he was having some amnesia because of the tumor, or it was just how he was playing it up. Like, mm-hmm. and you don't see him die. That was the that was the kicker in episode six, and it was it wasn't one of the things. It was one of those things where, like you don't see the body, you don't know they're dead, or it was like we're just not going to watch them shoot an old man in the head. Like right. those right. are the two caveats that me and my wife had was we didn't see his body, so he's alive. Or that's kind of like the way the episode played. It made sense for them to pan out and for us to hear the gunshot because how they directed the episode. It was mm-hmm. like we don't need to see him die because that whole. That whole back and forth conversation between the two of them was gut wrenching and sad enough because Giong was betraying his friend. Yeah. Right? Did anybody, so, you know, and they and they emphasize enough with the other characters' deaths that that was a finale kind of thing. Like there wasn't a back door. Essentially. Yeah. Did Did anybody notice this though? Because there there's a, there's um some YouTube commentary on this, some videos that have been out where you could uh, see like they kind of give it away. In certain scenes with the old man, that they were like in tug of war, he really wasn't chained to the rope. Oh. And um, when he was playing, um, what was it, red light, green light, when the machine was, um, this, this camera scans, they're like, look at the bodies that are around him. It's like he's not getting lit up like the other people around him. Um, and that Marbles was actually going to be his way out because remember, in Marbles, um, me and Neil, no one chose her. So I think that that. They were playing that where no one was going to choose an old man to play with them, but he yeah. ended up getting chosen chosen by um Giyong because again this explained Giyong's nature. Mm. Um. And then the fact is this is that he I think he was always going to let Giyong win so that he can get his exit out the game because the next game was hopscotch and he wasn't gonna play fucking hopscotch. <laughs> <laughs> he was not playing that fucking game. Right. He's like, nah, I'm out, fam. That's it. Mm-hmm. This is my last game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I but mean, did, you, did anybody else pick those? Like, did you did you go, even rewatch it? Did anybody else pick up those signs? They they did a lot of Easter egg signs. So I don't know if you guys noticed this. When the uh, room that they all yeah. stayed in kept getting smaller, the you games. see all the games on the wall, and I was like, "Yo, like they do so many things in the in this show, like that they're not like here. If you if you miss it, you're they do it so subtly of like, all right." When you go back and you look at it, it's going to be right there plain as day. But because you're so engrossed in the story, in the characters, it's a blink and you'll miss it kind of moment. Yeah. And, it's not so, and it's not something that you purposely are thinking to look at either. Because it's not meant to be something to be um, for the first time viewer watching it. It's meant, like, if you catch it, cool. But it's meant for people who, who do like and appreciate cinema and appreciate, like, you know, great storytelling to be like, holy shit, how did they pull that over our eyes the entire time? I always say like the best way to hide something for someone who's always looking for something is to just hide it in plain sight. And that's what they did, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, it, it, doubles, it doubled down on like what the Squid Game showrunners were trying, the game runners, not the showrunners, the game runners were trying to do because they were really adamant about being like, this is a fair game and we're not going to do anything to mess up the integrity of the game. And, and it was like literally all the information for what you needed was there. You just weren't looking for it because of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah. we're going to give you 
all the fucking clues. You can know exactly what game is happening. Whether you're gonna pass, it's like one of those things. Like you're gonna, you, people are gonna win this game, people are gonna lose this game, and you can have all the information in the world that we provide you, and you can do with it what you will. You know. So it was, it was, uh, it was really. It's just like crazy how long the creator thought of this and how long it was passed up for us to get something for us to this get fucking this. good. And it's just yeah. so good. And so, then even even with the uh, I'll, I'll finish up real fast. But even with the reveal of Inam, like as the villain, it solidified that sense of like, uh, yeah, you're still in a hopeless position. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that like that hurt the most. Where mm-hmm. where he got there, and he's like realizing what happened. That he like he thought he killed his best friend in the game and all like all this stuff. And he's like, let's play another game. He knows he's like, he's got minutes to live. And he's like, fuck it. Let's play another game. And then not only are we going to play another game, I'm going to tell you about like whatever. And, I, and it's all these things of just like, he's a, he's a great villain, but also like the storytelling leading up to that was amazing. Because if we never got that reveal, I think it would still be just as powerful. But the fact that they did it made us all go, oh, no. Because now we look at the entire series differently. It gave it gave us a whole new lens rather than if we would have caught it. Let's say we would have caught it when he was supposed to pick up that mask and join the other guys. Mm-hmm. It would have felt different, right? But this, the way they did it, where they waited to like the last episode and was like, here. We in that moment with Gihan were just like, you motherfucker, like you fucking betrayed us. Like, wow, fam. Well, you know what I mean? here, here's the thing that we don't that 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 will be interesting to see. Ilam playing a game of chess with Jigsaw. Anyway, <laughs> Miriam. That'd be cool. Please le- oh yeah. There we go. I like to play a game. Okay. Mistakes. <laughs> Okay. So Miriam, I want you to lead in with this one. Um, so we haven't touched on him yet because um again, this was another character who had a story that was going on in um Squid Game was um Huang Jun Hu, who was the super cop in the series. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so please go into detail with, about who and, and 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 especially with the fact that that reveal with the front man oh, and everybody oh, on yeah, uh, Instagram yeah. live join us on YouTube and the nerds around. So go ahead, please. Okay. Um, well, actually, he wasn't really like my favorite character for us, but I mean, he was a total badass. Like, whoa, like he um, he played the perfect game yeah. of imposter. Let's he be real. Did like um like Yo. I was like he's a cop, but he's like doing all these like secretive moves, kind of like Metal Gear Solid type of thing. I was like, what, like like doing <laughs> ninja moves and like he was just like I. Was like oh my god what like but um but yeah i thought it was like he's a cool character like uh he he was trying to find his uh lost uh brother um in like um he they weren't able to contact him for a while um so he's like um you know he saw some clues with um seeing gihon and like the squid game so he ended up like you know investigating more with that and he <laughs> snuck in to the actual like ship or everyone it was, it was in and went to the island and um he dressed himself as part of the uh, people call them. Uh, I know they kind of like pink or red or something. People are like debating where the soldiers, like the henchmen, were. But mm. actually, um, if you uh, kind of want to mention too, like uh, in the actual soundtrack, they're called uh, the pink soldiers. So apparently, they're pink. Oh, the pink okay. suits, I guess. Um, I thought they were pink. I didn't think. 
Yeah, there's a whole debate red. about that. Yeah, there, or is it pink? Is it red? Uh, is it magenta? <laughs> it's the pinkies. They're coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he plays Storm Shadow? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know much about him, but yeah, and um, he, um, it was, I think it's pretty cool. Like, he actually uh, dressed himself as part of the, uh, the soldiers, and you're able to actually see even the perspective of like this like different side of the game, where like these are the also these soldiers they're also part of that game too. Like they're also not like you don't think you thought they were part of, like they're in control, and they're actually not. They're actually, um, you know, like I guess Il Nam, right, or and even the frontman, they actually have more power against them too. So I, I actually kind of not just mentioning it too. It'd be kind of cool to actually see more of their backstory. Like where are these people coming from? Even have like even some of the characters, like one of the pink soldiers was like actually like a young guy. That was pretty interesting too, to see how if you have like really young people um be, be part of this this whole like system of this too. So um but yeah like he he's there too. Um and uh yeah like uh and I know he was looking for his brother, and then it was was actually pretty interesting. You get kind of he was actually like looking into the records of the Squid Game, and you see the records like just like it's actually interesting because um, they even hinted with like this um this Squid Game for the year of the Squid Game, like the number one and Ilnam is number one is actually omitted in the records too. So a little like little uh, clues there too, um, but yeah, he was looking for his brother, um, and uh, when you find out later on, like. When you confronted their front man, it was just like that was his brother, and he was the one that orchestrated a lot. Did of anyone things. expect that? I didn't. I didn't expect the front man yeah. to be as his we brother. got as we got closer. I started having that. I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah. oh, this is bro. Just because like he got into the office and he found out who his brother was, and his brother won. I think it was like a ninety something, and his his brother's right. missing. Mm. So it would. What I think what threw like, me off though was his brother was living. Well, I thought his brother was living at a dorm. His brother, I was, yeah, I, yeah. So in my head, I thought, his, I, thought, I thought his brother. I thought was his a brother lot was younger. younger. I thought his brother uh, was the first guy that got shot in the game. The first shot, the first, the first, oh. the first person. And that's no, not the first. Oh. I thought it was the first guy playing red light green light. Oh, the guy yes, yes. I thought yes. that was his brother. Ah, yes, yeah. that was. I thought I did think that at first because oh, wow. I thought that was a really, yes. that was a really good, you know. Uh, See, it was yes. like a twisted version of hostile. You know, yeah, I definitely yeah. thought it was him who got shot first, and then they Which were like, no, and then as we got closer, and they were like, well, you know, the kidney and the missing kidney happened to be the girl that they they killed and and they're reading down all the stuff and you find that his brother won in the 90s and so it was just like is his brother front man because like we're gonna this storyline of his brother is going to be tied up yeah and right and, and like how many characters are there because we're not we're getting enough backstory from the rest of the main cast where none of them have said i have a brother in the police so who else do we have who else haven't we heard from and mm. it so we kind of like through process of elimination, it got closer and closer to it being the front man. It was still a good reveal, and the fact that he still shot his brother in the shoulder, by oh, the yeah. way, in right. the shoulder, didn't shoot yeah. him in the chest. Um, so we don't know, yeah, if he's it, dead. It, yeah, we don't know if he's dead. He may so, be a character that yeah, might come back. Yeah, I really hope yeah. because, like, that was one of the big things I saw was like, oh, he got shot in the shoulder. That's, that's all that's cool, Jack. Yeah. Rough, that is a rough, like, uh, hold on. I, uh, that's all good. Don't worry. Okay. Thank you for just, joining just, us. It just no, validates the law. Yeah. It validates me. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was I was really hoping because I loved his character um, more so because of like how like his drive was completely separate from everyone mm -hmm. else's. Like 
the like you saw how dedicated your man was when he was just like taking masks, doing this. Like he has to lie. He's fucking you know try, trying to no, trying to take as much. Like he has a Ziploc bag over. It. Like he's doing so, like the absolute most. And I'm like, bro, you're gonna get caught. Like you like you're playing it way too close. Mm-hmm. Your man's going out there and just being. I was like. This is just not the move, kid. Like, what are we doing? So, like, when he died, I was like, oh, I hope. I hope, one, that the the, the text that he sent out got, you know, got, got received and all that other stuff. I don't and think then, it did. I think it got into something. I, I don't know. So, so I don't think, and maybe I could be wrong, but, like, I would imagine they picked that location because it's a very remote location. So it would be hard to get... Uh, signal anyways but again we saw it's hard really hard but not impossible so i i you know they i don't know that they would go that far to put scramblers on the thing because i don't think anyone's gotten that far to do that you know there'll probably be something because of that in the future they'll do it but like it was such a good like cat and mouse game like within mm. this whole you know show yeah. you have a, a subplot that's that good and that like you know you're trying to figure out what's going to happen next with him so like, if he does come back, I I would imagine uh, he's one severely injured because that's a fucking drop and a half in rough waters, rough cliffs. Who knows what happens? Uh-huh. Um, and if he did survive, it was probably because of his brother, not because he shot him, but his brother picked him up and intercepted intercepted him later. Uh-huh. So I guarantee his brother like was like, "Yo, this is what it is. I'll fill you in on the details," but. Like, you know, you can either come with me or I can let you go, but you can never show your face again. Like, literally, you're going to have, like, plastic surgery and just, like, you'd be out. You know what I mean? So, want to give a a shout-out to Technogodcast in the comments right now. Yes, I think we touched up on the Indiana, so you want to make that. But before we do that, just a couple of announcements, too. I'll just go with some announcements. So, um, I do want to apologize, guys, because um, we haven't dropped any creative series in the past few weeks. We've been going through a lot of technical issues in the background. So, we have two that we're pushing to come out this week. Um, And also, too, while you guys are joining us right now, again, Miriam Yu, just to let you guys know, she has done this great Squid Game art, so please follow her. Her um, links are in her um, accounts are in the description, so please definitely follow her. And you can also check her out on the creative series because we did a creative series featuring Miriam um, and talking about her art style and everything. But look at these fantastic pieces. But yeah, how did we all feel about the ending, Miriam? I'm going to tag you in. You're below me. So how did you feel about the ending? Let's let's just let's let's close out with the ending. Okay, ending. Um, it was like love and hate, but um, I think they ended it the way it should be. Um, you know, it's kind of sad that uh, Gihyun had, you know, he kind of like left his daughter and just to like, hey, like I'm going back to the game, like I gotta like, you know, um, you know, like tackle the boss again. But like, um, I I think um everything was just like it made sense, and even like even to know like Ilnam is, is like the whole mastermind of everything. Um, I think, uh, it's just like wrapped everything well together. Um, I I, I just love and hate it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bit. It's a very oh. bittersweet ending. Yeah, bittersweet. Huh? Tony. Oh wait. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So um, yeah. Everything that Young did, like getting um, getting Byuk's brother out and setting him up with his uh, friend's 
mom and all that like i thought that was great and leaving her with like a suitcase full of money to pay off the debts mm-hmm. awesome you see it through uh, i don't understand the red hair i think there's some reasons <laughs> to it i don't know i don't know if he's a he wanted to be a part of jojo or something i have no <laughs> idea of of what the red hair was for but whatever uh maybe it was a glow up because his, his daughter saw him in like a different light i don't know i'm here for whatever man maybe uh maybe. i hated the fact that he just decided to not see his daughter because he got into this mess to become the type of person to provide right. for his mm-hmm. child um, and then I loved that he caught on the next round of candidates for the game showing right. up because I had a feeling like he was going to the terminal. I'm like, he's going to catch it and I'm just waiting for it. Just wait. And then you just hear the slaps. I'm like, there we are. There we go. Where's the next, where's the next season? Right. So, um, they tied it up. They brought it back, you know, because mm. it's, it's an, it's, it's an endless cycle. Because mm-hmm. you've got you've got all the VIP still funding it. It doesn't end with Enam dying. It's gonna continue going on. And we're gonna see what season two will bring if we get a history lesson or if they try to destroy it from the outside in or whatever. So uh, I enjoyed the ending aside from the fact that he still sucks as a dad. <laughs> Law. Take yeah, it away. That was that's kind of my consensus too. Like I, I'm here for the ending in the sense that. You know, he wrapped up the details with um, her brother and then gave um, gave her brother a home with uh, Sangwoo's mom, who just lost a son. So, like, that kind of idea of, like, you know, at least mm. in that sense, I was like, that's a solid, you know. But, like, when you... <laughs> you're wrong. You know you're wrong for that. <laughs> you're like, yo, yo, what's going on, Joe? Oh, wow. So, like, he, like I, I figured he'd be concerned about the game. Like, he would want to stop it, but I mm-hmm. feel like he hasn't, like, that's a lot of money. I, like, did the math. It's like, you're a billionaire or something like that. Like, you're, you're good, bro. Like, you have enough money that you can kind of just, like, I know all eyes are watching you, but that kind of money can buy you the resources to look into them and, and to investigate them, like not do it yourself. You are a guy who like by extreme circumstances won a very, very messed up game. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were doing this for your daughter and like, you just like bounce. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna make sure this doesn't happen again. Wow. Joe, Joe Yo, coming in Joe. hot. Joe coming in hot. Uh, so, so funny thing. So about the amount of money, how many of us here, when we first heard the grand total, asked our phone assistant what that uh what the correlation was in US dollars? Because I sure as fuck did. Yeah, that's why I don't like it's it's a, it's like uh like when they first did it, we we're like, okay, that's a lot of zeros, and like, like I need to know like I need that? to know what that is in USD. So wait, like, so hey wait. Google, what is this? So wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you all, and we'll start with you, Miriam, because I'll put you on the spot first. Oh god, it's all up. Who, who, if we got approached to play a game with someone that's gonna slap the shit out of us and then <laughs> offer us an opportunity to go play a game to make some money, how, how would you take the opportunity? Um, if it was Gong Yu, hell's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hell's yeah, it's Gong Yu. The slap game? <laughs> no, but honestly, yeah, I think I will. I'm like, yeah, I want money, like. Why not? Like you know, like whatever for that amount of money, like I'll do it. You know, not a big deal. <laughs> no, it's in the millions in USD. Guilty, uh, five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, only, only, only after I get my slap back. 
Listen, Joe, it's yeah. the game, man. I'm sorry. Nah, <laughs> Listen, if it's good, just man. if it's just the slaps, I'll take those slaps to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's nah. Because yeah. would I, I play would I play Squid Game? No. Who that? Wait, wait. Who <laughs> on this? Who on this panel would you not want to be with in a game of barbels? <laughs> Oh my god. I'd rather just be with a stranger so I don't feel yeah. guilty. This is beautiful. I it's like I hate that man. You go attached rough, and then just <laughs> Yes, inflation sucks. Listen, 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 Joe. We're all we're, we're all from the Bronx. We all played slap boxing, you know, we all played the game. Oh my god! If, if anybody <laughs> hasn't seen the video, I'm gonna let you all know there is a video that was of Jason Momoa. You remember that game that you know you you, you slap the hand? Oh yeah. So someone decided outside of a bar that they bumped into Jason Momoa that they were gonna play him in that game, and then you hear Jason Momoa after the guy missed to slap his hand he goes, "Oh, you fucked up now!" <gasps> Slaps the shit out of this oh, guy's hands. He's like, oh, "It's oh. fucking hilarious." So whenever you get the I've chance, I've met Jason up. Momoa in person and like. I know guys were six four, and six four seems really big. I'm six one for context, so like six four shouldn't be that big, but it's not the fact that he's like tall big. He's massive, like he's a house. <laughs> Your man's is like a solid, Drogo. like, like yo for real. Man. Like even even when he was like not Cal Drogo size, man's is still oh, yeah. He, he was he was Aquaman size. He went from Cal Drogo size like, to. Your man's is still massive. Like I'm not doing it, Chief. Sorry. Listen, uh, so it's a good game. I, I would not. I would not participate in yeah, in the I'm Squid good, Games. Man. I'm good. You know, like, not, like not, not, not on hopscotch. You, I got. I got better odds playing Sword Art Online. Like, like <laughs> I'd rather just spend my money playing the Lotto and not hitting. You know, like I'm good. A dollar in a dream, you live. Um, but no, I want to thank everyone who's watched. I want to thank Miriam for being with us. Yes, um, so not Stargate Atlantis Jason. No, he was tiny in Stargate. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was tiny in Stargate. But um, I want to thank you for coming on, Miriam, sharing your artwork with us. Yes. Talk about Squid Game. Guys, please follow Miriam. Check out her artwork. Support her artwork. Support everything that she does. Miriam is awesome. Kills it Miriam, all the time. You're on Twitch, right? Are you on uh, Twitch? I kind of there's like a hiatus right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, aren't you on Twitch too? Yeah. Okay. But no, check out. But guys, check out the creative series. It's in the description and the link. Um, I put the link there so you can go back watch the creative series that we did featuring Miriam earlier in the year. Um, and again, and Miriam, we thank you for coming on, talking with us, Squid Game. This has been your boy Sebastian. It's a boy Law. Anybody tone from across the hall. Now let's play that beautiful bean music. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>